All right, welcome everybody to episode 128 of the MX Vice Show. We have an action-packed show ready for you today as we look ahead to the MXGP of Latvia and talk all things uh, MXGP in general ahead of what's going to be another fascinating round that's uh, set to throw up many storylines. I'm Ed Stratman, your host, and the first part of the show is brought to you by Parts Europe. Parts Europe distributes spare parts, accessories, rider equipment for all motorbike segments in Europe. We support the sport tagline is fortified through the Thor and Moose House brands and their support of World MX riders like Blandrin, Prado, Lagenfelder, Guadagnini, Jonas, Bogers, and nine times world champion and Thor ambassador Tony Cairoli. Your Parts Europe dealer has access to all the big brands for your motocross and enduro bike, Necken, Pro Circuit, FMF, ODI, Cypra, Renthal, Recluse, and many, many more in stock ready to be shipped. Check out their website at partsyourup.eu or contact your local Parts Europe dealer. With the dealer network of over 10,000 shops, we're sure there is one close to you. So go and check them out. All right, for this episode, I'm joined by, firstly, James Burfield, the boss at MX Vice. How are you, mate? All good, mate. All good. Just uh, not very wide awake, not like you at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, mate. It's just ticked uh, past uh, yeah, 4, 4 a.m. over here in Oz, but um, I'm up anyway, so I love it. But um, And then also we're joined by our special guest, JM Honda rider uh, in MXGP, Brent Van Donick, mate. How are you? And um, how was the weekend at the Dutch Masters? And thanks for joining us. Yeah, all good. Thank you. Uh, was a good day at the Dutch Masters. Good training for Latvia, actually. The track was, I would say, the dirt or the sand was pretty similar at some places. So, uh, yeah, it was was good practice, good training. Yeah, mate, it's good to have you on for sure. It's uh, it's been it's been a pretty good season for you. Um, obviously the the results haven't reflected the speed and the riding. Obviously, you've had a few, you know, mechanical issues and some bad luck. But um, it was uh, awesome last weekend in France, mate. It uh. You sort of all brought it all together really well on a savage track. A lot of guys were saying how brutal it was. Um, we spoke about it last week. Obviously, getting eighth overall, mate, you must have been uh, pretty happy with that for sure. Yeah, that was, I think that, yeah, or Sardinia. I, I also had two good races, I think. But like you said, uh, I was, I've been a little bit unlucky this year with uh, a few, uh, yeah, bike issues uh, and... Uh, I also went down a few times in the start, and uh, but besides that, like all the races that I finished or uh, that I had no problems, I always finished in the top ten, and that was also the goal. And uh, I uh, I just want to make another small step, I would say, uh, and that's that's possible, I think. Brent, the uh, the issues with the bike and everything else was just a complete freak, though. Hey, was it down to like sort of a, a rear axle or something? In in um. Jackie's kind of got something machined and it's been perfect ever since. It's just kind of a, a freak thing, hey? Yeah, it's something that I, I also never heard before, actually. Uh, but it's something that uh, uh, no one can do anything about it, you know. Uh, but they got it all fixed now. Like you said, Jackie uh, made something by himself and uh, it looks it looks all right now. It's... Uh, it's strong. I don't want to go really into details about it, but uh, I heard no, that more guys had had this problem. And uh, but yeah, I'm happy that it's fixed now. That that it, that it's alright, and it's not in my head anymore because it was also a little bit scary. I would say uh, <laughs> you never know when when it was going to happen. And uh, but yeah, like I said, it's all fixed now, so uh, no problems. I was going to say that track in France. That was a that was a you don't want any uh, mechanicals on your mind when you're going around um, 
going around a track where, in your words, I shit my pants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't want it to happen in one of the of these downhills, you know, in France. Uh, <laughs> but but again, like this track, I, I, I really loved it. Like I was enjoying it. I wish we had more tracks like this uh, on the calendar, to be honest. This was, uh, again, a, a real motocross track. Uh, compared to if you see like Madrid or uh, Turkey, you know, uh, yeah, I like these tracks. Same like like Majora or something, you know. These are always my favorite yeah. tracks. Yeah, well, and you're one just of the things on general in the track, um, Brent. Um, obviously you've we've had Argentina, Riola where you did extremely well, eighth overall, and then Switzerland was was a unique challenge, and obviously Arco was you know, sandy on top in sections and then hard as a rock like concrete and then Portugal, Spain mm -hmm. and France. It's been a bit of a mixed bag. Certainly challenging for you guys. Have you found it tough and have you enjoyed it? And um, how hard has it been setting up the bike for those things? Actually, we didn't change that much on the bike from race to race. Uh, I've been riding uh, almost the same settings, I would say. Just some small details, maybe, but we didn't change a lot. Uh, I feel like if I change too much, it's in my head. And uh, it's, <laughs> I just want to race my bike and uh, uh, adapt to the track, you know. I don't think you. it's always good to change something when you have a good base, you know. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about the bike. And, and like you said, the tracks, uh, I think we had, yeah, this year already until now we had we had all conditions like hard sand, uh, rock hard, you know, deep ruts. Switzerland was a real struggle for me. I think I crashed about six times there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was my worst race, I think, this year. Even that my speed wasn't too bad, but uh, yeah, I just went down a lot. And, and also my starts were uh, a little bit off. But besides that, I, I, had, I had good races, I think. Going back to the track, uh, Brent in um, in France, it, a lot of the riders um, were quite critical of um, of the track in the post race podcast. Where you know Saturday and Sunday they seemed to be completely different. They felt that uh, work could have been done on Saturday, um, but there's obviously too many races. So um, is that something that you 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 would echo that that sentiments that you would like to see like when there is a, a like a, a soft spot or something dangerous on a track on on the Saturday that they kind of react a little bit quicker. I, if I remember uh, on Saturday before the quali race, I think they worked a little bit on that uh, steep downhill in the back where Iago crashed. So I don't yeah, think that we can well. riders, mm. Yeah. I don't think we can really complain about it because, but maybe yeah, before the MX2, they also had to work on it a little bit. But they did eventually. They did for us. Uh, Sunday it was alright, but yeah, like Saturday that steep downhill, then also that uh, triple jump. I would say after the start, that one was yeah. also sketchy, deep ruts. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's uh, that are sections where you can really make the difference, and and I like that. Uh, I mean, I didn't crash one time in France, and and in Switzerland, for example, I went down six times. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think it was alright. I think we can't complain, to be honest. Okay. 
if if you cool. if you if you see the the trek in in Pala this weekend or last weekend, that was also rough. Yeah, yeah, that was also like yeah. a real motocross thing, I, I think. But uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I, I I like the challenge of um you know I'm old school anyway, so old school tracks, you know, rough tracks. That's that's kind of it makes it's, it's great for the spectators. It's not so great for the riders. Um, but that's again, that's what we want to. At the end of the day, we want the MXGP to be um, really entertaining. So having these tracks which are challenging yeah. is great. Um, but obviously, on the downside of that is sometimes we do get the injuries which do mar what could be a, a very like the MX2 Championship in in a way is is uh, lost. Um, uh, you know, a contender. So that's the last thing you want to see. So it's kind of getting that balance right. Hey, of of, of getting a really good track, but also um, uh, making sure that the riders are. Uh, are able to sort of come out in one piece. Yeah. Um, it was for sure a risky track. Eh? Uh, I saw Iago going down and damn, and that, that was, that, that was a big crash, but uh, the way he went down is, uh, it, it could have, could have happened on, on any other tracks, to be honest, I think. I don't know if it was really, uh, uh, the, 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 the the tracks fault I would say or like the the downhill or I don't know maybe it was a little bit uh, not patient enough I I don't know it's uh, everything goes so fast you know sometimes I I crash and I don't e- don't even know how you know <laughs> when I'm uh, when I'm on the ground but uh, yeah uh, I'm not complaining well, that's uh, a, I like this that's an interesting sentiment uh, Brent because um. One of the things what obviously, you know, people will say is the four fifties are an absolute beast and you know, two fifties are wild as well. But it sometimes it's got to come down to the riders. Hey, that if you're gonna obviously obviously everyone is pushing it out there. You, you, you guys are the best in the world. But I guess at some point there has to be kind of a, a bit of a switch, which is gonna you know, that that risk factor where you're like, Okay, I can hit this, but if I hit this you know, it's going to be a 50-50 wherever I'm going to make it. Sometimes those decisions, you kind of think, actually, I'll just play it safe. You know, sometimes it's just best to finish in the top 10 and get out of here in one piece. Does that, do you think more riders need to kind of change that that mental approach of, of instead of just completely balls out, actually, let's ride within my means? Yeah, it, it's hard to be almost careful, you know. <laughs> sometimes my girlfriend, she says like, yeah, be careful, you know. Uh, and then I say, yeah, but if I'm careful, I'm not, I'm not going to score any points. <laughs> you know, it's uh, these the, these days the speed is so high, man. Like the pace from from the yeah. until, from the first until the last lap, like you have to take risks, you know. And it's hard somewhere to 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 know that that uh, uh, where the limit is, you know. Uh, but it looks like um on the, on the two fifty, I, I went down much more than on the 450 i had uh way more uh injuries on on the 250 and actually a 450 is 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 harder it's way harder to ride especially in this downhills like in france but uh i think when you're on a 450 you're automatically a little bit uh yeah more careful maybe because the you know the bike will bite you when you uh when you make a mistake but uh yeah, you have to take risks anyway. If 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 you're uh, if you're too patient or or careful, uh, 
you get you get left. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's how it is these days. Oh. Yeah, and just on the bike, um, how have you adapted to the Honda? Have you enjoyed it? Obviously, the team structure's um, you know, been around for many years. I think uh, Camden was saying thirty years coming up. So, um, have you enjoyed the new team? Jackie obviously knows what he's doing and tunes the bikes really well, and has so much experience and knowledge to pass on. And yeah, just in general, have you enjoyed the um, the change, mate? And it's sort of what you wanted. Yeah, it's been really nice already this year. So from from the beginning on, actually, uh, the team is or the team's base is only uh, fifteen minutes away from me. Like in twenty five minutes, I'm there with the bicycle from my place. Uh, I I I know the 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 people for a longer time already. Like Yentel, the son from uh, from Jackie, we we've been been good friends also, and uh, yeah, it's been a while that I was also in such a professional team and. Uh, like like you say, they 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 have thirty years of uh, experience, so they know how it works. And uh, I feel like I don't have to worry about anything. And this was different in, in in the in the in the past years. So that's a big help, you know. That's uh, if you don't have to worry about anything, just just training and 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 doing your thing. Like uh, the uh, the past years, I felt sometimes that I was. Uh, like almost I would say team manager uh, slash uh, mechanic slash uh, rider you know you know what I mean like I have yeah. to, I had to think about <laughs> everything by my, uh, by myself also but uh, but I didn't mind actually like I'm uh, I'm also a guy I'm always really curious about the bike and and what's going on and what they are doing so but this year uh, it's it's it was a it's a big change I would say uh with with compared to the last couple of years yeah absolutely and how's it been having camden as your team obviously i spoke to him a, a few days ago and he's he's a great young kid um obviously it's great to see him um you know back out there after his injury and the visa issues it's it's been a bit of a challenging sort of last you know eight months for him but yeah he's he's been great and he's obviously he's a happy bloke he loves the sport and loves analyzing it so you guys get along well and you enjoy sort of analyzing um race lines and just watching footage of and just helping each other be better yeah, it's really nice to have him in the team. Uh, he's really, really cool kid and uh, really motivated. Always giving it a hundred percent, you know. And uh, he has been a little bit unlucky with his shoulder, uh, beginning starting this year or the beginning of this year. And uh, I was surprised seeing him in France already because he was only yeah a few days back on the bike, and actually he did pretty well. Also because he he always gives it a hundred percent. And uh, yeah, he's 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 a he's a cool kid. That's it's nice having having him around, uh, telling jokes and uh, and making making fun, you know. <laughs> um, what's uh, what's Jackie like? Is a uh, is a manager? Um, as as obviously a team owner, team manager. Um, I've not I've I've always spoken to Jackie over the years, but never really sat down and had like uh, long conversations with him. What's he like? Jackie is he's always really busy also. He's uh damn he, he's always doing a hundred things at the same time, I think. And uh but he's also really motivated. Like he always wants to improve. And uh every time I'm out riding somewhere, he will show up and, and see and you know, to come and see how it goes and uh if you wanna change something. Like even today, uh he was there again and uh yeah, I like Jackie. I like how he works, and 
his motivation motivates myself also, you know, and uh, and like I said, he's yeah, he has thirty years experience. He is an ex uh, world champ, so yeah, I can I can I can learn a lot from him. Yeah, it's not bad pedigree, is it? When you uh, when you think about what he's done, I you know. For me, is he's one of those guys which I don't think gets enough um, recognition. When you think about what he's been through over the years with you know teams and people, uh, um, what he's had to go through, he's still there. He's still fighting, and he has this amazing group of of sponsors around him, which seem to um, you know just follow him wherever. It's I, I, do, do you feel the same way, Brent? I, I don't I don't believe he gets his the recognition he deserves. I th- I think he's not really looking also for uh, the 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 like you say the recognition like uh, I mean he's, no, he's probably not thing. probably don't care. <laughs> no, he is. He, I think he's he likes to be a little bit more on the background sometimes, and uh, but yeah, like you say, like he has a big group of sponsors. Like also this year we had this team presentation and everyone was there. It was was like a really nice uh, night, I would say, and. Uh, not many teams have uh, a group of people like like Jackie, and that's really nice to see. Even from, I think they follow him, like you say, they follow him around already for for his whole career. I think, and uh, wow. that's really cool to see. Also, me as a Belgian rider, you know, they're all from, uh, or like most of them are are from Belgium. Also, that they, they live here uh, around somewhere. So I think for Jackie, it's yeah. also nice to have a, a Belgian rider back in the team. Yeah, um, and and saying about a team, is it, do you think you're going to be there next year, or is it still kind of a bit too early to talk about that? Yeah, it's a bit early to talk about that. I think uh, we're only seven races in now, uh, but how it goes now, like everything uh, goes well. I don't see why uh, why we why why we we not st- would stay together, you know. I think uh, yeah, it's a good fit. Hey? Jackie would also like this, but it also depends about uh, yeah what the plans are for Honda and 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 uh, or for Jackie and. Uh, but this is like you said, maybe a, a little bit early to yeah to talk about. Yeah, it, I I kind of um as you know I sort of um go from hospitality to hospitality around the pits, Brent, yeah. and um <laughs> I, I'm quite a good judge <laughs> when it comes to kind of like um. Uh, you know, kind of team atmosphere in um there's some really, really cool teams in, you know, and some teams which I yeah. absolutely love uh within the pits. And then there's some there's some teams where, you know, even as a media guy, you just sometimes you just feel like you're in the way. Um but I gotta say that whenever I, I'm I'm under Jackie's tent in the jam, it's always super friendly. Um, you know, you guys the mechanics are really like tight. They seem to have a real good laugh. Like none, none of it's kind of put on because I'm there media wise. It's kind of that's how it is. It just it just seems like a fun, like quite quite a family orientated team. Um, and and given I've kind of known you over the years and stuff. So from what you know, when you're in the UK and and, and previous teams and stuff, uh, it, for me it seems like you found a home as well. It seems to be a really good partnership. What you've got in 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 what they're giving you. Yeah, I I, I really feel at home in this team. Uh, I actually wanted to ride for Jackie already for a longer time, since two years or or, or even longer. But this year it gave me the chance then, and 
like you say, it's always a good atmosphere in the team. We're always laughing, always uh, making fun. But uh, when we have to be serious, we are serious, you know? Like, I mean, when we talk about uh, the bike or, or anything else. Uh, and uh, also my mechanic, Jerome, he is such a hard worker. He works day and night if he has to. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he's, he's really has a big passion for the sport, big heart for the sport. And uh, that's that motivates my... That motivates me also, you know. That's important to have yeah, uh, got... to have someone like 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 Jerome. Yeah, I've got a, or, or I've Camden, got a, I would um, say, <laughs> or a Camden, or a Camden. I've got a real good. Uh, I've got a good vibe about uh, Camden and Jerome, <laughs> aka Camden. So funny story, um, Ed. This reason why we're saying this is because I think it was Argentina. We're in the airport i don't even I don't, I don't even was it the first flight or was it the third flight I, who knows we lost count <laughs> it was but, somewhere um, at the airport uh, it was it was a, an airport in a country somewhere um and uh i i seen brent and i seen um what i thought was camden which was next to him so i sort of came around and say hey camden it's james from <laughs> and he and jerome looked, looked in a horror at me as though i am not camden <laughs> and i was like oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry about that. So, so basically, every time I walk in the pits or I see him walk past anything, I'm like, "Hey, Camden, how's it going?" And the first couple of he just looked at me as though I'm just like this, like retard. And then, ever since, if I don't call him Camden now, then I think he feels like there's something wrong. So, um, yeah, it was a funny one. Oh, that's yeah. awesome! Mate. Good to have a laugh. Eh? But man. Yeah. Oh yeah, but Danny, he works so hard. I mean, uh, yeah. what was it? I can't remember what what GP it was. Uh, I think it was Portugal, where he literally had the bike in God knows how many pieces, and he mm -hmm. was just working his ass off to get it together for you to get back on the line. Yeah, for the second exactly. race, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, and also and it wasn't exactly cool right. either. <laughs> <laughs> If you and also if you see like you know factory teams they have they, like every rider they have like almost yeah two mechanics I think a practice mechanic and a race mechanic but Jerome does it all by himself huh? uh practice yeah. bike race yeah. bike so yeah he is full gas full gas the whole time <laughs> yeah massive respect for the mechanics like yeah hundred percent yeah oh. Jerome's really into his fitness as well isn't he I, I keep seeing him out running. Yeah, he's fit, man. Like in the in the winter uh, when when uh, we were in France for practice. Yeah. And uh, we were there for ten days, I think. And uh, when I had a, a day off, day off riding, then I went cycling and he went running. Every day off, he did like a half a marathon, I think. Yeah, he's yeah, uh, that's, that's... He's, he's fit. He's fit. He's he's. Uh, I I actually think it's also a good thing for a mechanic being fit you know because it's yeah. uh there's long days yeah long days and uh it also helps mentally i think if you're in a good shape keeps you fresh yeah. and uh yeah that that's why he, uh he's such a hard worker maybe <laughs> yeah I, I i i think i think it might be in portugal it's somewhere and i'm like what's, what's drone doing he's like literally done a full day in in the pits and now he's gone out for like a you know a quick 10 mile run yeah also in the workshop we have a nice gym at jackie's uh, workshop ah, yeah. and uh, 
I think almost every day when he when he's done doing the bikes, the first thing he does is uh, he goes in the gym, he uh, yeah, and starts working out, and then he goes back home. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Damn. that's impressive. Yeah, that's that's uh, that takes uh, discipline actually. You know, like uh, after a long day and you're still motivated motivated to go in the gym. I uh, I, yeah. I respect that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Mate, I'm straight the... to McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> obviously the workshop's right near Lommel, isn't it? Um, Camden was saying it's uh pretty cool having that right there. And um, how you been going, punching the laps out there, mate? You excited for obviously the GP there coming up in a in a little bit? Uh, how your Lommel skills, mate? And you're looking forward to the the changes in the track coming up too? Yeah, hundred percent. Lommel is always, uh, I think it's yeah, it's the best GP for me uh, of the whole year with just everything around it, you know, the atmosphere and uh, the track and, and all the fans. and uh, But sometimes uh, it doesn't work out, you know, in the past. I, like, I always expect a lot from Lommel GP because I'm, I know I'm a good sand rider, but then sometimes it, uh, it doesn't work out or uh, you expect a little bit too much from yourself. Or But last year I had a good GP, actually. I think I finished eight overall. Uh, so, uh, but now, especially with Jackie, uh, they will have a lot of people around, uh, in Lommel with the hospitality and, uh, it will be a, a busy weekend. That's for sure. Yeah, mate. Just talking back to last year, obviously you had some really good results. Um, some, some really good top 10 overalls, a fifth overall, and you just sort of came along really impressively. Did you sort of feel like that was a great year of growth and that you sort of started to really feel comfortable and that you belong in MXGP? Yeah, I started a little bit slow last year because uh, I started late with with my prep, I would say. And uh, but just along the season, I I went, I got better and better, and uh, especially this last uh, five to six races, I think uh, I was always or almost in the top ten, and uh, even a fifth in in Finland. And uh, yeah, I felt strong and. Uh, I'm fe- I'm feeling even stronger now, so I I still think that my best ra- races have have to come actually this year. Also, my 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 best tracks uh, are coming now. This last half of the season, so uh, yeah, looking forward to it. I'm motivated. Yeah, and thoughts on Latvia quickly, mate. This weekend, yeah, are you looking forward to it? Obviously, uh, Omar Mitch Evans was saying to James, it's a bit about who can. Who who has the biggest balls to just pin it at that track? It's um <laughs> got pretty high speed, lots of big savage bumps, and it's got some cool flowy jumps and things. It's always good to to watch. Yeah. But um, just from your perspective, you excited? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and actually, Latvia is not really a. Many guys would say, "Oh, this is a sand track." You know, this is for sand riders, but I don't feel that it is actually. It has this hard pack uh, bottom. You know. And uh, but I always love to ride there. Uh, it's sketchy sometimes. Also, it depends. Also, the how the weather was before the week before. I would say if they had some rain, then the 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 the, the track is uh, softer and uh, it rides easier. But uh, if it was dry, then uh, you get some really sketchy bombs there, and it's also easy to go down. 
like I said before, when you go down down there, you don't know how <laughs> how how you went down. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, looking forward to it. I feel fitter also again than the last few weeks because yeah, not many many people know, but I had a small surgery on my knee uh, three weeks ago. Uh, yeah, there was something annoying going on, going on in my knee, and it's actually it's still not fixed. But now it's not bothering me anymore, so uh, I'm feeling. 100% fit and uh, yeah looking forward to it is that something that you're going to get um, I know we've been speaking about the knee at GPs is that something that you're going to look to get fixed at the end of the year um, once yeah. uh, the last GP is out of the way yeah this is uh, so they found out that uh, I have a few or like I have this piece of bone that started started growing over the years on the side of my knee and uh some small pieces come off and uh, they were able to, to fix it a little bit to get the fee, uh, season, uh, to get through the season, I would say. And uh, it feels good now. It's not really, it's not bothering me. It feels, feels, feels good actually. But I will have to uh, get this fixed after the season. And uh, the reason why I'm not doing it now is that I will be out for a few weeks then. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, I will get this fixed after the season. And uh, so, yeah, it's not bothering me anymore for the next few years, I would say. I was going to say, looking forward to the end of the season. Um, obviously, Belgium's got some really, really talented riders coming up. Obviously, you've got yourself there too, and you've got Yago, Everts, and the two Conan brothers, mate. Um, you might have to wait for that knee to get fixed after the Nations. Um, you'd be pretty keen to go and be selected this year, I'd imagine. Um you certainly show and you have what it takes to match it with the with the big guys in the class, mate. So is that one of your aims as well to to be an RNA in France for that? Yeah, hundred percent. I uh, uh, the nations is always something special. Uh, I was lucky enough to 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 do it a few times. I wish I could do it last year also in in the US because I always I love to go to the US. But yep. uh, RNA will also be a special one this year. Uh, in France, it's always there's always a crazy uh, atmosphere, I would say, and uh, uh, like you say, we we are all doing good, all Belgian riders, with Thiago and Liam and and the Kuna brothers, uh, and uh, me as the only MXGP rider now at the moment. But uh, I saw today that someone will join me yeah. join me again for the next uh, next round. So yeah, that's cool. It was cool to see him riding today. He was actually he was there in Lommel also. And uh, okay. yeah, I feel like this is a little yeah. bit of a a trend these these days, you know, retiring and then coming back for a few races, you know. And uh, but <laughs> I, I, I would do uh, the same hundred percent. Yeah, I think it's it must be so hard for you guys to just be able to close that door um, on something that you really love. And I know that when I've spoken to riders as well. Um, some of them get really tired and fed up with with the whole traveling and, and, and racing at the end. But then they have like four months off, five months off, and then they really miss it. So I can I can yeah. imagine this is kind of a nice a nice way for Jeremy to sort of just come back in uh um oh if you if you if you didn't know, if you've not read the news today, Jeremy Van Horbeek's gonna be um uh literally standing in for oh standing in, get it, standing con- <laughs> construct team for uh, Paul Jonas. So uh, not just a pretty face, I bring the banter too. Um, so yeah, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be um, rocking up at um, Latvia. So how was he going today, Brent? Obviously, you lapped him. 
<laughs> Actually, I didn't see him riding that much because I, I was busy by myself. We were trying a few things also. And uh, for sure, he will. I think he was also trying a lot of stuff and getting used to the bike and, and, and do some testing. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. But he's an experienced rider, so for sure he will... Uh, you will do good, I think. Uh, it hasn't been, yeah. It was. It was also not too long ago that he was still racing, you know. So uh, yeah, and he was also a Pirelli test rider. So uh, it's not like he, like he was not on the bike for uh, for months, you know. So I'm sure he's still in yeah. uh, in a great shape. And uh, uh, yeah, it's cool to see him around again. Again. So Latvia, um, obviously Ed's touched on it in. in... Uh, it's obviously not everybody thinks it's a sandy trap but it's it's super hard and everything else and obviously you said earlier that um you're a bit of a sand master yourself but going back to france last year what happened when you got third on hard pack <laughs> yeah that oh that was uh yeah that was a crazy crazy weekend so first of all on saturday uh you remember that a few riders uh didn't didn't race and yeah. uh so that gave me a good gate pick, you know. And yeah. uh, I remember that first race, also a few guys went down. And yeah, I was just having a good flow that, that week. And I was, I was doing good uh, in every session. And uh, I like technical tracks. I think it was similar to, to uh, or yeah, a little bit similar to France two weeks back. And uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's not like, also these days, even when you're a sand rider or a sand master, like you say, uh, I don't feel <laughs> like you can still make uh, a lot of difference in sand. Back in the days, you had uh, the like Italians or or, uh, or or French French riders. They were lost in the sand, you know. But now everyone yeah. is, is is living around here. They uh, they 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 come and 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 ride uh, Lommel the whole winter or uh, in Sardinia in the Riola, so uh, I feel like everyone is uh, is doing good on whatever track it is, hard or sand or uh, so. Yeah, it's hard to make uh, to make dif- a difference these days. I was gonna say, does the Cherbies uh, does the Cherbies lit kits, mate, and the bike plastics give you a couple of extra seconds? Because obviously they've been pretty awesome this year, mate. And have you got something cool planned for Lommel, maybe for the home GP? Have you got a special kit going, mate? Yeah, Lommel's going to be nice. Uh, I can't say anything about it, but uh, the bike will look nice. We will have uh, uh, a kit that that suits with the bike also. So. Uh, I th- yeah, it's my favorite. It's my favorite one of the year, actually. Yeah, for Lomo. And just the uh, jerseys cool. and stuff—they've been awesome, haven't they, mate? They look bloody good. Yeah, uh, I was actually on a service rider uh, in my young years, also, and uh, so it's cool to be back with them. And uh, the gear is awesome, also the quality, like it always was, and uh, yeah, it's cool to. Uh, to have these changes always uh, in colors and, and plastics and uh, it makes me always excited to go to the weekend and see the bike you know <laughs> yeah. and uh, this is something that they do also that they do more in the US like this uh, teams I would say and I think we are pretty much the only one doing it now in, in, in Europe 
So, and it's also nice for the spectators. Yeah, it's really cool to see what a Cherubis, uh, sorry, a Cherubis are doing. Um, they're even looking to uh, the, the kits that you're wearing, Brent. They're looking to sell those online as well in the future. So they're actually connecting the dots between what you're wearing on a weekend. And uh, obviously, um, uh, you know, as amateur guys are able to then uh, buy that kit, you know, at the weekend, you know, the kit, what you're wearing at the weekend, we're able to buy it for, uh, for when we race and feel like we're, we're, we're Sam masters as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. what Alpine stars is doing also, I think in this way. Yeah. And, Fox uh, Alpine stars have, have, have kind of led the way, haven't they with the limited edition yeah. kits, but it's really nice to see a new, like exactly. a Cherubis is not a new brand. They're, they're 50 years old, but it's, it's great to see. A, a, a brand like a Cherubis basically say, okay, we can do this as well. I, I love it. It's yeah. like, that's what we need. We need that in MXGP. We need to see this type of stuff because that's why we've brought the, well, Ed's brought back the lit kit um, because everybody's infatuated with who's wearing what and, and, and everything else. Uh-huh. So um, I think it's kudos to a Cherubis for, um, for, for doing what they're doing this year. I'm ex- excited now for better for the Belgium kit. I, the one I did like was, uh, was it Argentina with the blue? Was it blue and gray and red? The, uh, bl- sorry, the gray and red. Was it the bike, and then blue kit, uh, or was that sorry? Yeah, uh, Sardinia. 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 We had like this yeah. navy blue plastic with the the, yeah. the navy blue kit, and that was really like a, a custom made uh, uh, kit or gear, I would say. Uh, because all the other ones, or like most of them, I think you can buy. On the on the website, yeah. but yeah. for Sardinia they made something special, and that that one was really cool. Yeah, that was my favorite one. Actually. Yeah, that's yeah, mine too. That's uh, it. Just stood out as well. It looks so good as well when you're riding. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody's not seen that one, try and check out some photos on on MX Vice or uh, or have ch- check out Brent's Instagram as well. So um, they'll be on there. Yeah, it's looking pretty good. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on the um qualifying races, mate. Obviously, uh, a lot of lot of opinions about that, or you know opinions divided as well some people like it some people hate it um probably um, obviously they're trying to make it a more appealing product for the fans on the saturday um how have you found it mate from your perspective yeah i uh i scored some good points already actually and, and some some of them uh quality races so i think it's a good thing uh it makes it worth it now the quality race so i don't think anyone can complain about this anymore and uh I like this two-day events. Uh, I know some of the riders they they prefer the the one-day schedule, like like we did with COVID. But uh, I'm struggling a little bit in in time practice, or this is not my yeah this is my weakest point. I would say it's hard for me to get a yeah to get a fast lap in. I'm a little bit of a of a diesel, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So I like this two-day event and. Uh, now that uh, now with the points for the quality race, uh, I I think it's a good thing. Yeah, cool. And obviously, have you seen the fans and the atmosphere be really good at the races? Um, obviously James is saying and and speaking to Lorenzo, like the attendance has been really good. The fans have been up for it, you know, especially in places like Switzerland and France and and Trentino and even Spain with the with the Spanish connection and Portugal too, where the, a lot of them came out too. So have you found there's been a bit of an uptick in support in MXGP and the fans are getting a bit more wild and into it, mate. Yeah, I feel like it's coming back alive again. Uh, 
compared to a few years ago, like, yeah, especially with COVID, but even uh, after COVID, the first year, it was still a little bit quiet, I would say. And now this year, uh, there's more going on again at the, uh, in, in the weekend, uh, more fans, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. It, it's, it's also motivating and, uh, yeah, it's a good thing. Like I said, it's, it's coming back to life, uh, not as good as in the U.S. still, I think, yeah. but uh, it's getting better again. Yeah, it's been good to see James and Jeremy at, uh, from MX Vice on on the on the uh, on the scene. Obviously, you did a pretty cool track walk at Sardinia with them. Um, how's it been having them back? And are they one of the key reasons the fans are coming out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. They make they no for sure. They also for me. Uh, it's been an up, uh, a big update on my my Instagram uh, page also. <laughs> like this video they did. In Portugal, uh, this whip, man, I never had this many likes. I'm almost at twenty thousand now, I think, and uh, yeah, that that that's cool. That that's 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 awesome. Nah, Jeremy's killing it on the video front. Um, the kids yeah, just on fire at a moment. Yeah, the stuff he's producing. I think he he went out to um, completely off his own back. He went out because I think his brother Yuri was um riding uh in the. Oh God, what was it like the Red Bull Street Rhythm thing? Yeah, and um, he literally off his own back. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna go and, and, and do a video for MX Vice, and I was like, okay, cool. And he literally uh, he done a video of I think it was Hurlins, um, and I sat over like three hundred thousand like plays so far. It's incredible. So he's absolutely killing it on the MX Vice front, and he's he's a lot of fun to work with as well. Like uh, the outtakes from the track walk have been pretty funny this year because uh, just so many things have gone wrong. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's been good fun, but um, yeah, I think you benefited quite a lot from uh, from uh, Jeremy and myself this year with a few bits and pieces. Brent, I think it's because of the, we're, we're obviously doing work with a cherubis, which is which yeah, is really exactly. cool because we get to see kits in the in the plastic kits and stuff like that. So um, because of that, we we get uh, you know we get to spend some time with you guys over in the truck, which is pretty cool. So um, yeah. we've got to know each other a little bit better. And um, obviously, Jerome, a.k.a. Camden, um, <laughs> uh, I've got to know him as well. <laughs> Mr. Fitness. Um, Mr. Fitness. One, one of the things I was going to ask you was, um, did, did you watch the pro? Did you watch the outdoors, um, the U.S. outdoors the weekend? Yeah, I watched the the first uh, races from the 250 and the 450. And then uh, I watched some highlights of the second one. And uh, it was uh, it was rough. Damn, it was looked nasty. Also, like uh, like yeah, like 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 France uh, two weeks ago. I I said it before uh, already. And uh, uh, I wish we had more of like these tracks, like like US tracks also, more wide, bigger, longer laps. Like in France, you know, it was a longer lap also. Uh, I really like don't like this this small one thirty five lap times uh, lap time laps. No, I hate it. Yeah, France was like a two minute, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, close, close to two minutes, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's um, that's, that's I did how text long a, a motocross track should be. Yeah, I did text a couple of riders the weekend from MXGP, and we're having a few conversations. And I was saying, how much, how much did you? Um, uh, want to be in uh, in the US this weekend in uh, rolling around in third in uh, in the four fifties because um, 
two fifties was was really fun to watch. Like, in, in we talked with JT about it last week, didn't we, Ed? And yeah. we knew the two fifties were going to be good, but um, you know, Jet and Chase were 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 amazing. It's great to see Cooper Webb back, but apart from that, damn, I was I was thinking there's a few guys in in, in MXGP what must be looking at this thinking, I don't know, I think I could do all right here. <laughs> what do you reckon? Yeah, the, Southwick, we get you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually would would love to do one race in the US, but uh, we just have to see uh, when or uh, how we could make this work. Maybe one day, but yeah, this is something I would like to do before uh, before I retire one day. <laughs> well, Butron got was in ninth at one point, and at that point, I was like, yeah. "This is unbelievable." I, I seriously. I think I can find a 450 somewhere. <laughs> nice, yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm only joking. It's, it wasn't that bad. But fair play to Boutron, though. He went out and was like, what, uh, 10th, 11th overall? Something like that? Uh, something like that, yeah. yeah. And Lakesh, yeah. Boutron well, is, is, is a great rider, you know, uh, experienced rider. Uh, he had some great results back in the days. But at the moment... The, uh, those, years in, those years in Spain paid dividends for Parla. Yeah, looks like. Yeah, exactly. The the next tracks are uh, going to be different, I think. Yeah, hundred percent. What do you what think did, of the uh, was brothers, that... mate? You're you're a big fan, obviously. Maybe an Aussie. They're, they're so impressive, aren't they? Um, do you sort of watch watch back any of those guys as well, and just sort of study their lines and the things they do on the bike and technique and the you know the the way they're positioned on the bike? Do you look at the the US riders and especially you know, people like the Lawrence brothers and and Sexton and these kind of dudes, do you you analyze them? Yeah, I I almost watch every race of them. Uh, I also I, I really like to watch races. Also, I I I don't just like to ride my bike. I also like to watch uh, motocross. You know, and uh, yeah, that but it's hard to the tracks are so different compared to Europe that. Uh, yeah, it's and and also, like I know I can't. Yeah, if I wanna, I can't just change my style watching Chad Lawrence or or uh, Sexton. You know, it would only make me slower because <laughs> I can't ride like that. I <laughs> and uh, I mean, yeah, but I'm I'm a big Eli Tomek fan and Cooper Webb fan, uh, and yeah, I like watching motocross. Like I said. Is that's the thing? If you um, if you wouldn't ride in, you'd be involved some somehow in the sport, Brent, because you just you know love 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 motocross. Yeah, hundred percent. I hope when I retire one day, I I can still do something in motocross. Uh, I like training also. Uh, so I hope to be a coach one day, maybe, or work for a team, or. Uh, yeah, for sure, stay in the motocross. Yeah, that's uh, that's it's what interesting. I, I hope it's interesting, hey, because you've got uh, Ramon who's working with um, Gertz, you've got Strybos who's working with Febvre, you've got uh, does he Kenda Dikers, um, is he team manager of w, WZ Racing? Uh, I think he's sure. uh, he's, he's the trainer there. Or coach, oh, he's a trainer uh, as well. Okay, yeah. and then you've got obviously Deruver, who's at FNH. So there's a lot of XGP riders who are who are now taking that step to kind of mentor in the next generation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. 
not everyone wants to do it, but uh, I do. This is something I, I, I would really like to do. And uh, yeah, I just love hanging around at the, at the tracks and, and, and yeah, give some advice uh, maybe one day, you know. Yeah, definitely. Well, a lot of people would be happy with... to learn from you because um, the expertise is is massive. And just uh, just a couple more before we let you go, mate, because I think you're just on a schedule here. But um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the preseason. Obviously, you came in looking great ahead of Argentina. You did Hawkstone. We're like really battling it out with the top guys, and you obviously have a lot of confidence heading into the year, mate. And it's all going in a pretty good direction, mate. And um, yeah, just talk about the preseason and and how good it was. Yeah, this this preseason uh, races, uh, you always have to be careful. Don't get too <laughs> hyped up, you know, because uh, the tracks are way different. The same same with these Dutch master races. Um, the tracks are so different compared to MXGP tracks, and I am I I know I'm good at tracks like this because, yeah. I've been doing this all my life already as a, as a young rider. Also, uh, I've been doing Dutch masters and 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 stuff like this. So uh, it feels it feels like home to me. And and for riders outside of 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 Belgium or Holland, uh, yeah, they're just not used to it. Like I don't know if you saw uh, what Seward said about uh, the Dutch master in Oldenburg that he really had to adapt to the track and uh, that it was a long time ago that he rode the track like that. And uh, I really, I can see what, what he means with that. And uh, also, I know some people, they say me uh, like, yeah, damn, like, why can't you do, uh, why can't you ride on MXGP like you do it at the preseason races or like a Dutch master or whatever, but they <laughs> they wouldn't understand that it's something completely different. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's something you have to be used to. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously getting the starts in MXGP is so important, you know, speaking to guys like Carato and Mattia and, you know, Calvin, and they just say, like, it's just so hard to come back through the pack because the field's so stacked. So hey, do, you, do you dedicate a lot of time to your starts too, obviously? Uh, my starts got way better, actually. Uh, it feels way easier to start with the Honda or or this bike. Uh comes out really smooth out of the gate and uh, this helps me a lot because I'm actually not a really good starter and uh, but um, yeah it's 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 hard to get a good start uh, all of them are uh, all of them have great bikes and uh, even in the Dutch master yeah when you have five factory riders and that's it or four, and uh, it makes it much easier, of course. I mean, that's the crazy thing, hey, in MXGP, you got the top 15 of pretty much near enough all podium um, at some point in the class. When when you've got the depth, like like the top 15, what could potentially go, you know, podium at a weekend on a particular race or, you know, depending on what track they go well on, that just gives you a... a an, <laughs> an idea of the depth in, currently in MXGP, but it's, it goes beyond that as well. Cause you've got people like, um, you know, Alvin Usland, who's, who's, you know, around just outside of the top 15, he's another fast rider. Like the 15 to, to 22 is, you know, sorry, 16 to 22, they're fast riders. It's like the, the class is just so stacked. Yeah. It's, uh, 
it's hard it's tough uh sometimes i feel like yeah i i get 12th or 13th and uh i put the same effort in like when i finished 7th or or 8th you know uh you you just need a good start uh and then eventually when you get good starts you also have to get used to this because i feel now this year i always yeah i was always in the back last year in the starts and uh now it uh, it makes me nervous sometimes when i start in front you know and it goes so fast like these guys this first two three laps they are extremely fast it's you you have to squeeze it out like a lemon and uh <laughs> you have to, yeah like i said you you have to get used to this uh but when uh when you take one when you take one bad decision in the corner wrong rut or something three four guys pass you that's how fast it goes it just literally within a blink of an eye you know like you say you've got a couple couple of people um in a moment um eighth position so far is is the the you know you you've scored a few this year um is it literally the top seven top five is, is what you're trying to to sort of crack next yeah I, so when we started off this was a little bit the goal top 10 and then like now halfway the season uh, I feel like I can make another small step and get closer to the top five and uh, Jackie believes also I can do that and uh, that's 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 what we uh, that's what we want actually now for the for the next few rounds getting getting a little bit closer to the top five like uh Six, seven, a fifth when I'm uh, when I'm feeling good or have uh, have uh, a good race, uh, but we need to take it uh, step by step, weekend by weekend. Yeah, mate, Latvia is a good place to start. Get a get a great result and get get some good starts, and you'll be right up there, mate. But who who do you who are you looking for to actually sort of uh, just predictions for you, mate? Who are you think is going to win the MXGP and MX two classes this weekend? Obviously, it's Gonna be hard to go past Prado and Hurlings, but um, I was watching back a twenty twenty one Kegum's race and um, yeah, Fevre and you know Caroli and obviously Caroli not racing, but he was absolutely flying. Um, he's so good on all surfaces. He obviously won at Lommel that season. Um, Jeremy C was always one. He's very fast. He's he's very 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 much has a fair bit of risk when he rides, but he's so fun to watch because he's just on it, you know. And and even someone like Glenn, you know, expect him to sort of you know come on pretty well as sort of. He's been quite fast. He's been coming through lately. So, yeah, just your thoughts on um, MXGP and MX2, mate, for Latvia. Yeah, like, it's hard to have expe- expe- expectations for uh, for MXGP at the moment. You know, like you say, there are so many good riders and uh, uh, you have 10 riders that can be on the podium. And But it will be hard to beat Jeffrey, of course. Uh Jeffrey is uh is really back on top, I think. Uh it's crazy how, how fast he gets back in shape, you know. Uh and and the MX2 class, uh I think Kaido Wolf will be close. Close yeah. close yeah. We'll we'll go for a win. Uh he looks really good also. I've been watching him on Monday also. And uh yeah, he looks great. He uh such a technical rider also we plays with the bumps and uh, i see him winning actually in latvia 
And I see Liam also back on the podium. Liam's been really good in the um, uh, on hard pack this year, which has been quite surprising. He's had some of his best results on hard pack. Is that surprised you, Brent, or have you always known that he's he's been good on both surfaces? Yeah, it, he's such a technical rider. You know, it just had to come out uh, eventually, and uh, now it does. Uh, he's still really young, also, and and I can really see. Uh, uh, when I see him, when I see Liam riding, I see Stefan riding, the way he rides. Uh, <laughs> and I think we will we, we will see some some nice things from him this year still. Yeah, I mean the, the Trentino obviously was not a, a track which you would have thought he'd have gone well on, but he, he done obviously really well there. Got his first podium, and then the weekend in France is. You can kind of see the confidence building with him throughout the weekend, and when it got to the first race, you kind of knew, ah, okay, this is kind of echoes of Trentino again, and and he just seemed to have found like a different gear, where um him and Adamo were kind of going forward, where with um uh Kyder Walton in um uh and Van der Moustijk, they they were kind of struggling a little bit. They got the starts, they got out there. But um, Adamo in, in Everett seemed to just reel him in and, and sort of go through. It was quite interesting watching that little battle in um, in MX2. It was kind of like a, a bit like Tom and Jerry, cat and mouse type <laughs> type thing where the, the Husky guys, the two Huskies would get a really good start and go. And then uh, and then Liam and, um, and Adamo would, Andrea would just reel him in. I found that uh, that was one of my favorite parts of, 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 of France was watching those guys go at it because... Uh, it was just really interesting because it was some point um, Liam was just taking sort of, you know, a second here, a second there. He was, he was set, sectors, each sector, he was just seemed to find something a little bit different to the others. And um, yeah, I, I fully expected that with, with sand, but I didn't see that coming with, with, with the hard packs to soon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think his starts got also better because I remember Liam was, like last year, he he wasn't the best uh, starter, but uh, he got that figured out now. Looks like, and uh, yeah, the MX2 was really interesting to watch also again. Uh, and France was yeah. was it's good was good racing, and uh, yeah, Liam is smart also with his lines uh, selections, and uh, he uh, for his age he's oh he's really mature how he rides and. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's a that's a really strong point as a rider, line selection and 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 he really knows how to even during the race like he can just swap from from lines to lines and and from rut to rut and uh, yeah, he always figures it out to, towards the end. Um, obviously, uh. It's a, it's a long old season. We're only in this is what round eight going into into Latvia. We still got another eleven rounds after after Latvia. But um, obviously, Guadagini went uh, in France. Um, uh, Paul's Jonas again. He just seemed to be injury plagued at the moment. Um, it's it's looking quite good for you from a championship point of view, Brent. Where you can um, it is that kind of building yourself up and as I said in the start of the show it's the, the injuries really do play a point you know in, in a season and the chances people are taking now are 
like you say, if you don't take a chance, you're in 20th. If you do take a chance, you're in the top 10. So it yeah. must be kind of hard for a rider to, you know, look at where they are in a championship at the moment and just think, well, I can keep, you know, kind of survive, survival at the moment, I guess, with who's going to be left at the end of the year. But also um, there's some valuable points to pick up. And like quite like quite rightly, like you said earlier, the qualifying races of, um, I think you've picked up, is it 17 points so far in the qualifying race? So that's like, a, you know, what, fifth or um, or sixth place in a, in a, in a race. So, um, yeah, it's looking it's looking really good for you at the moment. You, you've put yourself in a good position. Um, well, you, is it 12th in the championship or 11th? I haven't checked. Uh, 12th, bro. 12th, I'm, I'm right 12th. now, yeah. Yeah, so 12th in the championship. And uh, I'm guessing Ferrato's going to be out. Uh, Renault's out. Guadagini's out. So some good points on the on the board for you this weekend. Yeah, it's it's important to stay healthy, of course, but uh, you can't think about stuff like this uh, because then you're going to ride a little bit careful and and you just have to give it a hundred percent always. And uh, but like you said, now the next races you can make up a lot of points. And uh, I wish I didn't have those DNFs because then I would have been. In the top ten already, I think, and uh, yeah. but that's also my goal a little bit uh, for this year uh, to finish in the top ten. Uh, it was a shame last year that we didn't go to the last rounds anymore because last year I was also close to yeah to be in the top ten in the championship, and uh, yeah, so that that's the goal for this year and get that step closer a little bit to the top five. Yeah, mate, no, I think it's cool. definitely coming. We, we definitely are excited for it. I'll just give a quick shout-out to the sponsors. Um, obviously, part two and, and three of the show, we've sort of wrapped it up sort of pretty quick there, but we got AS3 Performance Parts. Massive thanks to them, the home of aftermarket motocross enduro parts from hardwearing protection parts, including skid plates and radiator braces, to performance cooling parts, including silicon radiator hoses and oversized impeller kits, AS3. Also have a huge range of brake, clutch and gear levers, all with different features and adjustability. So check that out too and visit them online at as3performance.co.uk. And also we'd like to thank Kawasaki Motors UK, who are pleased to announce the arrival of the new KLX 140R range. The easy to ride lineup offers a 144cc engine, plush suspension and push button electric start making for great trailblazers. So check out um, the website and go to your local dealership for more information. Um, yeah, thanks again for joining us, uh, Brent and uh, James too, mate. And just sort of any final thoughts, uh, Brent, anyone you'd like to thank, you know, any any family members, friends, just, yeah, you can have an opportunity to do that now. Yeah, like I said before, uh, I have a really loyal private sponsors. I want to thank the whole team, you know, the GM team. It's been a great year until now already. And uh, my parents, my girlfriend, you know, and uh, just all the people supporting me this year. That's uh, awesome, mate. We, it's great seeing you doing so well. And um, cheers for joining us too, James. Um, you'll be you'll be heading to Latvia. You're looking forward to it. Yeah, just got to arrange my flights, which will please JT. Is that we're only literally a day away? Still haven't booked anything. So, um, uh, my my goal was to um, uh, was to uh, get to the end of the month and then figure my life out going forward. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm going to be. <laughs> 
I'm going to be getting the flights for Jeremy and me sorted tonight and hotels. I think actually we got a hotel sorted. It's just, just the flights we needed to do, but we, um, we, we might be doing a, a podcast with Mark DeRuva in Latvia. It could be even Latvia or it could be in Germany. So we're just, uh, we're just talking over WhatsApp at the moment about, um, about it at the moment, but we're trying to get sort of lights and backdrop and, and all the rest of it. So we're just figuring out whether we drive to Germany with all the lights and shit to make it look really, really cool. Um, obviously, Mark's a little bit older now, so we don't want we we want to make sure we got some good makeup on him, <laughs> good lighting. So, um, or, or we just go to Latvia, so uh, and we do it in Latvia, but with less lights and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. So who knows? Who knows? Um, uh, Latvia was a little bit a little bit far to drive though, so I think I'd have to have left Tuesday probably to to get to the track for Friday. No, we look forward to that, mate. It should be explosive. And um, yeah, thanks again for joining us, lads. And um, yeah, enjoy the weekend. We'll catch you later. All right. See you. Bye-bye.